Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. War Eagle Auburn family, and welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion here on the E2C Network. Well, funny enough, on this episode, in the past episode, we, we talked about we probably wouldn't be back with you guys for a little bit while we waited for some more news to start turning up. Well, as luck would have it, and as the trend usually is here on this network, if we talk about something, if we even hint that everything seems settled, well, something happens. So we're going to be talking about some roster changes that have happened since our last episode uh, for the Auburn men's basketball team. And it really isn't even roster changes because this guy technically wasn't even officially part of the team yet. But before I go any further, let me introduce my friend and my co-host, Mr. Gray Oldenburg. Gray, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. This is what we get, Gray, for yeah. saying that we were done. Like, yeah. I mean, we I, should we should know better. Than that. I, I just, you know, I honestly knew something would happen. Yeah. But I didn't think it would be this soon. So let me let me start off right off the bat with you. The news is that Trey Alexander, shooting guard, one of Auburn's top recruits for this class, uh, that was very had a lot of people excited yeah. uh, that he was going to be arriving and being part of this team next year. He has decided to open up his commitment. That is his official wording that he announced on social media. And it kind of rocked everybody for the first day or so that it happened. Everybody was wondering what was going on and things like that. So let me ask you, were you shocked by Trey Alexander opening yeah. up his commitment? Yeah, I was. I was kind of, I was kind of blindsided by it. Um, it it's, it's weird, um, but you kind of saw, you know, we saw it with the Desi Sills commitment. Like it's, you know, he's, he wanted to play and as, as anybody of that kind of caliber and that kind of uh, talent coming in wants to play. And I don't think he would play over Desi Sills next year. I think, you know, Alexander was going to be a great option. Maybe in the next year he would contribute right away, but, you know, talk about getting starter minutes, you know, start, you know, having a bigger role. I think later down the line and down his career, he would have been fantastic at that. He's a big, you know, sharp shooting, shooting guard. Um, and we're going to miss that because I, I think that's what Auburn, Auburn needed. Um, we need somebody to be a dead eye shooter. We need, you know, replacements for Jamal Johnson and, and the other guy, Justin Powell. Um, <laughs> he can't even say his name still, <laughs> <laughs> but um and Trey Alexander was looking like that. He was that replacement, but it, you know, it didn't work out that way. Um, you know, we wish him nothing but the best, you know, uh, hearing teams, you know, it wouldn't shock me if he goes to, you know, somewhere closer to home, like Oklahoma and somebody in the big 12 like that. And maybe some other sec teams are looking at him, but um, it, it was weird. I was blindsided by it. You know um, now we've got to, now we've got to regroup and recover from it. 
Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about what maybe prompted this because there's a lot of speculation out there about that. But let me up front say that I'll be honest, I wasn't super shocked by this move. In fact, a couple of days before that, I found myself just kind of personally asking myself, you know, we acquired a lot of guard talent, not the point guard talent like I was really hoping. We need somebody that really solid behind Wendell Green, in my opinion. Um, but I, I do think he's going to be very good at our point guard option, but we definitely need someone who is a true point guard behind him uh, to be able to service him and when he's not on the floor and stuff like that. So with that being said, um, I was not shocked with the shooting guard, the two, three position that we have been pulled in that something was going to drop. And I even found myself questioning where's Trey Alexander fit into all this? Because even I think you and I predicted the starting lineup in the last episode. And I think both of us put Trey Alexander coming off the bench. Um, And, you know, that's, I think that's an honest opinion and that's one that's probably would have ended up that way. So do you think that Trey Alexander solely left for playing time or do you think there's any other reasons? I've heard a lot of stuff on social media and, you know, him coming out, and reopening his recruitment and then people are asking him why and he said that he said something like auburn didn't really live up to their word didn't really keep their word and what i take from that has got to be it's got to be playing time you know we saw uh we've seen sills and jasper those two in particular not really green but those two in particular and even guys like alan flanagan saying he's coming back you know that that will hinder some guy like Alexander's playing time, and that you know that's to be expected. But you know I don't think you know a guy like him he wants to play, especially a guy that highly rated as him. Um, but you bring up the point that you know Auburn wasn't Auburn was bringing him in, but we weren't trying to you know get somebody better than him in the transfer portal. We were trying to replace. Mm-hmm. other guys that yep. left us so it, I, I don't really know like if it, it if it was bad or if it was you know you know good luck here good luck there i don't know i don't know i wish the kid luck um he said he's, he's gonna be a play he's gonna be a star wherever he goes um i was excited to watch him at auburn but uh you know there's millions of reasons why we could speculate here see here and speculate about um, why did this, why did he commit? Why did he wait until after he signed? You know, all these questions. Um, The big, big picture is we now have, you know, with Thor's position able to come back, we now have another roster spot, another scholarship. Do we use it on another guard Mm. or do we just go with the guys we have? I think that's a great question to bring up as one I was going to get to. Uh, obviously, as you just said, JT Thor has the option still to come back, which we'll maybe touch on at the end of this uh, here in just a second. What do we think might transpire with that and give you a little a bit of information about how this all might play out timeline wise. But I, I think that spot is obviously available to him. We already talked about that and even hinted in the last episode. Maybe they don't even use it. I think now by necessity, you you need to have someone come in in a guard position because that is where we were depleted from transfers. You already brought him up. Jamal Johnson, Javon Franklin, uh, and the list keeps going and going. We needed, you know, we, we lost Turbo at the beginning of all this, yeah. <laughs> back in the, the very beginning of the season. Sharif's gone. So we really do have to replenish the backcourt for Auburn. So personally they've got to find somebody even if it's not a point guard because you're going to need a little bit more depth there because i think that was one of the areas where we really it's not that we were deficient this year but we could have used a little bit of extra help at times um personally 
point guard. I'm just, I keep screaming it. We need one more point guard. I keep holding out hope that Scoot Henderson's going to reclassify. My understanding that is probably not going to happen. Are you hearing anything in that in that yeah, way? I, I, I think that talk is, you know, kind of washed back down. I think he's going to, I think he has every opportunity to reclassify. And I think he has seized that opportunity, especially if he wanted to come play at Auburn. You know, he could probably start next year. Um, but I think he's trying to up his rating even more in that 2022 class. And I think he stay. I think he stays in high school, but yeah, you, you, you talk about wanting to go get another guard and whether it's a point guard, I agree. We, I would love another point guard, a true point guard to either start above Wendell green or start or play behind Wendell green. But you need, I, I think the big, big need here is maybe length and shooting because you, you, you lose because that's where Trey was really valuable at that shooting guard position. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a really good shooter and he's really long. And that's where you miss guys like Powell, who was six six and was a dead eye shooter. You got through his and, name that time without gagging. There's progress <laughs> being made here. I'm impressed. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got you got to replenish. You got to reload, and uh, I think we have the perfect coach to do that, though. Oh, absolutely. You know, this is not a question of will we find the solution uh, and and in what timing, I guess, is what frustrates people uh, with seeing this. I think, honestly, when you take a step back from the Trey Alexander situation, it does look a little weird. It kind of a lot of people were upset with Trey, too, and saying, you know, why don't you want to compete, you know, with with the best out here and just earn your time? Well, I, I get that from a certain standpoint, but I also get it from Trey's perspective. You know, he's one of those guys that could be a one and done. And was wanting the quickest route to the NBA. And and I understand that. And frankly, I was glad and thankful that he was willing to give Auburn a shot and not go straight to the G, uh, G League like other people. So <laughs> there's that. There's that to think about as well. So I try to see it from both sides. Obviously, I'm frustrated he's not going to be here. Obviously, I'm I'm very frustrated we're not going to have his shooting prowess out there in the court because I do think that is another area, as you mentioned, where we could use a little bit of help at guard. Um, my focus is really going to be on that point guard just because of the struggles that we had this year. So I would much rather than replace Trey Alexander with a more true point guard. Will that happen? I don't have any feelers out there. I don't have any notions or inclinations that something might happen. If that doesn't happen, if we just bring in another two or three guard or Trey Alexander type, I think we'll be fine. I think Wendell Green is going to be very good in that spot. And I think Zepp and Desi have shown the ability to be ball handlers and run a a point guard role at times, which will help get him over the hump when he needs rest, things like that. So obviously we're very frustrated by the Trey Alexander departure, but as you said, Bruce Pearl, he's the guy to fix it and put it all together. We're going to take a quick break from this episode for a special announcement. One of the things that we take great pride here at the E2C Network are our listeners are really our E2C Network family. Now, I know they enjoy listening to us, but let's be honest. Every once in a while, they probably would like a little bit of change of pace. Well, that's where you come in if you're a business owner. If you have any interest in partnering with us in terms of ads or sponsorships on our podcast episodes, you can reach us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com. Let us help you reach the widest variety of Auburn fans out there. I mean, come on. Who else listens to a network where they cover everything from Auburn football to The Bachelor and the connections it has with Auburn? Utilize our podcasts, Facebook live shows, and other flexible partnership opportunities that are available upon request. 
let us help you reach the E2C Network family and the Auburn family at large on how you might best be able to serve them. Reach out to us at E2Cnetwork at gmail.com for more information. That's all we have for you in this special message. Let's get back into the episode. So let's talk a little bit and transition into um, maybe not really a related topic, but it kind of just moves with the discussion that we're having there with spots being open. We brought the guy up, JT Thor. Um, Sharif Cooper's decided he's not coming back. Good luck to him. We're going to be following his career very closely, just like Okiki and um, Okoro. Uh, so I think we'll have a lot to be excited about in the NBA. Speaking of the NBA, the draft will be later this summer. So with Thor being in the draft and having the option still to come back, I want to give people a little bit of a timeline to be watching for here. Sunday, May 30th is the last deadline that you can apply for the NBA draft. Now, obviously, he's applied. For, I would assume he's applied. The deadline for early entries to withdraw from the NBA draft is July 19th. Now, the draft itself will be July 29th, so that's 10 days after the last day to withdraw from the draft. So the way I understand it is that GAT Thor up until July 19th could basically leave us all hanging. So how do you feel about that? (laughs) Well, for for my sake, I'm like, we need to know, JT, but um, I think he's – He's going to go get all the information that he needs. Um, if, but just like we've said in previous episodes, it just takes one team. It just takes one team to say, "Hey, we don't need you now." You know, we like, you know, your potential. We like your measurables. We like your abilities. We're going to take you, and that's all. That's all he needs to hear, um, and he'll stay in the draft, and that will be the best decision for him. But um, there, are, there are also going to be teams that are like. You can go back to the Auburn and play the three and show everybody you can play the three and you could be more dangerous. You know, you can go improve on your shot even more. You can go put some weight on your uh, on your upper body a little bit. So, um, you know, hearing hearing a lot of different things right now. And I think it's kind of hard to you know, hear those things because not not everybody has declared for the draft that is going to be in the draft or is not. Um, so it, it's early. It's early. I don't think we we should expect a uh, I'm going to stay in the draft or I'm or I'm coming back anytime soon. I think that'll be like well after the combine that we hear that. Um, I, yeah, I, I think we just got to relax. Um, that spot is open for him. You know, yeah, we're going to try and replace Trey Alexander with a guard if we do that or not. JT has a spot if he wants it or not. So well, let me um, let me just clarify a little bit. So the combine will actually be after the deadline to withdraw, so we won't get to see him in okay. action in the combine. But right up to that point, you know, we will will obviously know know an answer on him. Yeah. But um, what, what I'll say this about JT Thor, uh, I think I've looked at a lot of draft boards. Not a lot, I should say a few. I did actually a little bit of research before we got on the show here. I'd not seen his name come up. Um. Yeah. In terms of being listed on mock draft boards, I'm seeing his name mentioned and, you know, people to watch and stuff like that, which would make sense why he's still there. Um, So I I really think what you're saying is correct, that he must be hearing from one or two Mm -hmm. or just a handful of teams that we're really considering you. Uh, even if it's later in maybe the second round or something like that for him to stay out and keep biding his time this long. So the reason we bring up this topic is because of, you know, 
Auburn fans are asking the question, when are we going to know about JT Thor? Um, I think one of the good things that could come out of the Trey Alexander situation is you've got a buffer now because you don't have to worry about if somehow some guard out there decides, you know, they miraculously want to come to Auburn and it's a huge, you know, bigger surprise than Walker Kessler for crying out loud. Uh, there's Which room. Be okay with. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> I mean, who's going to complain? I didn't, you know, I didn't think Walker didn't Kessler. Complain about Kessler. And here I am jumping up and down in my studio. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, I'm not going to complain about that. But the good thing is you've still got room for JT Thor. So I know it's frustrating with the Alexander decommitment, but there is a silver lining to it as well, that you've got room for an incredible talent to come back. So I think I ask you this basically every time we get together, where you're sitting right now with JT Thor, does he stay in the draft or does he come back? Yeah, I I'll go back and forth on this hourly <laughs> because I'll hear, you know, I'll hear something like, like you did before we got on the show and say, Oh, he's on, you know, people to watch. And it's like, well, you know, that's, that's good. But then you see him not anywhere on the big boards, not anywhere on the mock drafts. And it's like, well, you know, he, sh- he should come back if he's not uh, on those, you know, but we also don't know what he's hearing. And we also don't know what his, his needs are if he if he needs to go to the draft immediately financial purpose purposes but um right now who um right now i think he stays in because i think i think a team out there is smart enough to look at him look how young he is look at his potential look at his measurables look at what he was able to do at auburn uh, under all this uh, stuff that happened this year with the ban and the injuries and the Cooper and not being eligible and all that, what he was able to do. Um, I think one team is smart enough to go, you know, we're, we're going to take a chance. See, I'm still leaning a little bit optimistic that he comes back. And I know that doesn't, it's not optimistic for him because I know that's probably what he ultimately wants. Um, but you know, just as I look around, I see a lot of, there's a people being excited about him, but the excitement has not moved past to commitment from what no. I'm seeing and hearing. Um, but he obviously has a reason to stay in there. Um, so I just don't, I think you already said it. Auburn fans don't expect him to come back soon. Um, if he does come back, you've got till July 19th, the deadline to pull it. If, if we're reading this correctly by the timeline of how the NBA combine deadlines to sign in and uh, you know declare that you're not going to be part of it all I'll line up correctly uh, that's how long you're going to have to wait and so we'll be you know th- we talked about Sharif Cooper watch we now have JT Thor watch at this point <laughs> which is just basically going to be our life now as Auburn fans you know we went from wondering if we'll be able to get out of the doldrums of the SEC basketball rankings now we wonder if we can keep players it's a it's a serendipitous world we live in these days as Auburn Tiger fans uh, so we got a little bit split here. One thinks that he's potentially going back or staying in the NBA draft. One that thinks that he's coming back to Auburn. We'll see who decides to flip next time we get together and talk. <laughs> but I think that's all we have for you guys here on this episode. Just a quick update on Trey Alexander, the implications of fallout of that. JT Thor, an NBA draft update. We'll be back again with you guys very soon to talk about some more Auburn basketball. Before we get out of here, though, Gray, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Gray Oldberg or on Instagram at GrayO21. And you can find me on Twitter at TigerI24. Till we talk to you guys again, War Eagle. 
Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?